0: Hello, beautiful people. You know, the, the weekend comes and I feel like I have some time to relax. And while I'm enjoying my time off from my responsibilities, I almost don't feel, well, I don't feel not almost, but I really don't fully feel good about the time that I spent off when Monday morning comes. And because of that, I think that I have to reassess the time that I am taking off from my responsibilities. Either I structure that differently or um structure that differently in in the sense of where I I still maintain some responsibility or follow at least follow more of a structure instead of just let's say giving myself um a day off where you know I don't do what I normally do and so it's just kind of um sitting there and hoping that um Hoping that I'll I'll do the creative thing that I'm planning to do that day. For example, yesterday, yesterday was Sunday, and yesterday I decided I was going to relax, and um, and so I didn't record, I didn't, um, I didn't clean or write or cook or do the things that I normally do on a daily basis and instead I just I sat on the couch and um turned the AC on and was just like okay I'm gonna sit here and I'm going to I'm going to work on my creating classes so I'm um teaching on out school now I just got accepted um last week so a few days ago Thursday Friday four days ago and um, so now I have to create classes and I've been thinking about what kind of classes how to structure them and I know what I want to teach at least I know uh, a, a large area of focus for me but I just don't know um, how to structure those classes. I'm not sure. So I was sitting on the couch and I was hoping that this was, you know, that I would, that I would sit and do this work. And, and I thought to myself, well, I mean, I have, I had basic ideas that I submitted for my application, um, with my application. So I can just start with those, right. I'll start with what I have, And then I thought to myself, well, the basic idea that I had is so common and it's, it's really not enough. I mean, and although I have a student base, I know that my classes will be booked, but what exactly am I going to write for the description? How am I going to, am I going to personalize each class for each student? So there was something that was, I guess there was this uncertainty, um, that, that I was trying to figure out and thinking about, and then I went on out school and I looked at existing classes and I tried to draw inspiration and um, I copied some some teachers' descriptions to get an idea of um, you know how how I would format my my class that was similar and uh, I didn't copy them and use them, but copied and and um, pasted them into my into my notes so that I could have examples of, um, you know, how, maybe how I could present my class description. So I, I think I sat there for a long time and it was like a few hours, um, before I, and it was doing things that weren't, um, valuable, like for an hour and a half, I, I, Um, watched a video that gave me, um, that put me in, into a sort of, I think what I thought of it was that it was connecting me to my emotion. And I think when I'm connected to my emotion that I can, that I, that I create, and and I could be wrong there. Um, but it was it was a video that I had created, and I really enjoyed watching it, so I just kept watching it on replay for like an hour and a half, and just a 30-second video, so um, I, I don't know what to make of that. Um, but, so as I was watching it, and I was watching like the minutes on my phone as I was watching it go by, I... I thought to myself, well, this is okay because this is gonna put me in a certain mode that's gonna help me create. And an hour and a half later I was like, okay, I really need to to get up and I was like, I think I'll take a shower to, you know, to, to wake myself up just just as just as like a reset. And now it's like six thirty at night. And so I didn't have any reason to take a shower, but I consciously um I decided to because I mean, even even though I was clean, I was like, I'm just going to get in the shower and um, just really refresh myself. So as soon as I get into the shower, maybe a few minutes into the shower, I have the brilliant creative idea that becomes my first set of classes that I teach on out school. And when I come back uh, and I sit down and I clean my area and, um, because I always like to clean my area before I sit, uh, when I'm clean. And, um, so I clean my area and, and and the point that I'm trying to make there is that I, that I do, that's, that's what I normally do every day. And that's what gets me into the mode of, that's what helps me to set up, that, that's what helps set me up for the productivity that I experience when I, when I, um, do what I intend to. And so I clean my area and I sat down and I start entering classes into out school and adding classes. And I create a document in my notion for the, the different age groups and the kinds of questions that I'll ask each age group. And it's a sort of, it's a theme, but it's, it's with different age groups and I'm changing the questions as I go. And now I start thinking about, well, the different age groups, students that I know in each age group and, and what kind of questions would be, um, you know, would be good for them or would they be interested in or would be appropriate for their level. And so I'm adding classes into Outschool now. And instead of going into the description, right, because I have the general idea, but now I'm just adding classes and I'll maybe write the one line summary. And then I'll click save and I'll click and I'll add the next class. And so in this way, I think I add about like seven, seven classes or, yeah, maybe about seven classes. And, um, and it came from the inspiration that I received in the shower. And I decided to take that shower as, as conscious effort to get myself in a state of receiving and get myself in the state and in into the receiving mode because what I was looking to do before was effort I was trying to think about what kind of class or classes I would teach and really what I witnessed from this experience what I realized from this experience is that that the ideas come to me, the inspiration comes to me. I just have to get myself in into a place, into a space, into a state where I'm better able to receive them. And for me, I guess that's preparing myself, me feeling refreshed, and clean, and my environment feeling clean, and doing the things that I would normally do, like cleaning my area before I sit down. So if you have any rituals that you do on a day-to-day basis that make you feel good, right? I So for, for a long time, I couldn't understand why a clean desk was, was necessary for productivity. I could not understand. And before my partner and I had one of our friends living with us and he always cleaned his desk before he sat down and he worked and I didn't understand that but once you actually sit down at a desk once you actually consistently start to do that you understand the value of a clean desk and how the different things on your desk affect affect the state of your mind and so for example, now I have this mouse that um is on the desk that my partner used to use um when he was here. And the mouse in itself is not in a in an area that's obtrusive. It doesn't, you know, um stick out or anything like that, but I can I can see it and I don't use it. And I told myself weeks ago that I would put it away. Um, but I still have it here. So it's something that I'm not using, but it's on the desk. And now in this minute that I'm speaking to you, I'm looking at it and I'm thinking to myself, well, that's another thing that I got to do. Cause I got to get it off the desk because I only want things on the desk that are in use, that are, that are functional for me and that are, that are things that I, that I use on a daily basis. And so, um, Even though I wipe the desk down and make sure that it's not cluttered, even things on it that don't, that I don't use, that I, um, you know, at least if not on a daily basis, then every now and then it it should make sense to keep on the desk, right? And and this doesn't because it's not something that I use. And um, so I never really understood the value of the things in my environment and how that affects my my mind and my state and how all that affects my creativity and productivity. And I'm just getting around to it. And I've just been getting around to that in the last few months, um, just being alone and, um, you know, having the space to, to feel and experience things for myself. Um, so what I think I've understood from this from having a clean desk and from taking a shower and receiving inspiration is that I, I, I value, I value myself taking care of myself and I value taking care of my environment because I see in which at least these things benefit me and perhaps different things, for you will put you in in a more receiving mode in a more optimal mode for creation and pro- and production but for me since perhaps this is the story that i'm telling perhaps within me i i do want to take better care of myself and i do want i do i desire a better environment because of these because these things are perhaps within me they work for me. So I urge you to find what works for you and what benefits you. And I trust that as you do those things, that you will find yourself in more of a state of, of receiving that you will get the inspiration, receive the inspiration that you need so that you don't have to try hard. You're not supposed to try so hard. You're supposed to go about your day and go about your life and just be ready to be ready to be ready to be ready to be ready, as Abraham Hicks says. You've got to be ready to be ready. You've got to do everything that you know you need to do. The things within you that strike you, even if it's something little. Because that small way of taking care of yourself is something that helps you to then something that helps shift your your state of mind and our mind is the biggest factor in all of this and everything we create and everything we do comes first through our mind and i wanted to, i wanted to say from our mind but it doesn't it comes through our mind our mind is the channel our mind is the vehicle And so your job is to make sure that you take care of your mind. And how do you take care of your mind? You take care of yourself. I was laughing with my best friend a few weeks ago because because I was saying to him, guess how much therapy I need? Guess how much therapy I need on a daily basis? And I started going through it. Well, there's an hour of recording. Right, talking to you guys. There's or just talking. Really, that's what it is. It's just, it's just speaking. It's just talking. It's using my voice to express my thoughts and feelings and whatever I've got going on inside me. So there's at least an hour of that. Sometimes it's shorter, but um, there have been times where I talk for an hour, hour and a half, almost two hours. Um, but I find that the more and more I do this, uh, the more and more I speak every day, that time shortens. Um, but it still varies, I'm still not sure. So let's say about an hour of speaking, talking, uh, a half hour of writing, about an hour of exercise, and about a half hour of meditation. And so right there, that's, that's three hours. That could be three to four hours of just therapy. Um, so if I do speak for two hours... Or um, I meditate for a little longer, or, or I write for a little longer. That's, that's the minimum is three hours. And it could be around four hours of just therapy on a daily basis. Just to take care of myself. Just to be good in my mind. I think another thing that I do take care of myself is I clean, right? Um before I sit down I clean my desk I clean where I sit on the sofa I clean the little table next to it I clean the kitchen when I wake up um every day before I shower because and and while I clean the kitchen I listen to Abraham Hicks and usually listen to to a bunch of um Abraham Hicks podcasts and um, and that's what I believe. I do that because I think it will, it will, I will benefit from it. And so it's kind of like this double thing where I got to listen and take care of myself, my mind while I'm actually setting myself up, um, for the next thing by, by cleaning my environment. And that gives me a sense of accomplishment and a sense of feeling good and a sense of being ready. I like things to be ready, and I like to be ready. And my mother-in-law said something while she was here in this beautiful apartment where I am, um, which is her apartment, and she's set up so, it's so gorgeous, set up with her touch, with her love. She said something while she was here, and um, she would say it normally to, she would say it usually to my father-in-law because he would put his hands in in jars and um, when he wanted to take a snack or something, she, she would say something like, your house should always be ready for God to visit. So, that means that she said it in reference to not not putting your hand in a jar instead of instead of finding a different way to take something out of a jar maybe pouring it out or using some kind of utensil because everything in your house the food the snacks everything in the pantry and i can even extend that to the cleanliness of your environment, should be ready for the visitor, the ultimate visitor, the best visitor you could imagine, to visit your house at any given moment, at any moment. And I think that's so beautiful because if you can keep your house ready for God, then God will always show up. And if you keep your house ready for God, then you will always be ready. It's amazing the the things that someone says which really are the learnings of their own life, but when they share them, that knowledge and wisdom just takes off, just goes in any direction that the recipient chooses to apply the saying, and it's really remarkable what we can learn and what our own interpretation is although it might not be exactly the same and I don't think anyone any two people's interpretation is the same of anything but it's so beautiful how we can take something and apply it to ourselves. (laughs) So, thank you, Mommy. May your house always be ready for God. And may your house always be ready for you. That's a really beautiful way to live. And a way in which I aspire to. I think more and more I've found that when I take care of, in my, uh, take care of my environment and then I sit down to work, that my work is completely different and that whatever I need comes through me, there should be nothing on my mind when I sit down. And I think the most basic way of offering that peace to myself, that peace of mind, is by taking care of my environment. think that's the minimal. Other responsibilities like I needed to make a call. um, I needed to reach out to somebody and ask them something. I need to find out something. There's something more urgent that I need to do before I sat down. That of course applies. But I think a clean environment is the bare minimum for creativity and productivity. And so, even if you decide to put your hands in the jar, even if you decide to do that, even if that's okay with you, right? And and for some people it is. I mean, for me right now, I it's just me in... And I put my hands in everything. Um, But I do really value wiping down the desk before I sit, wiping down the sofa before I sit, just some way of uh, making sure that there isn't clutter around me. I do really value that. And I'm finding... And I guess discovering more ways of feeling good. And I'm grateful for that. My house will be ready for God by the end of today. May your house be ready for God too. May our houses always be ready for God. I love you. Be you. See you.